God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. So we're going to get into this topic, Waymaker. Waymaker. I'm still uh, talking about the I Live book that I wrote. Um, please get the book. You, you're not, I'm not telling you everything that's in the book right now. Somebody asked me last week, was that in the book? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it is not in the book. Every once in a while, I'll say something that's in the book. But for the most part, what I'm sharing with you today is what God just revealed to me. Hot off the presses. Glory be to God. And though God will, you know, uh, use some of the same stories, he always has fresh word. Right? And, and so I'm always asking God for something fresh. How many of you like stale bread? If you do, you strange. Something wrong with you. We got we got to pray for you that you get a taste for fresh. <laughs> Glory be to God. Somebody shout, he's a way maker. He's a way maker. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Let's let's go to the word of God. You know what? I want to give my wife a hand on this morning. Can we encourage Can we encourage her? Encourage her. <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> May God reveal to you something today that will impact your life. Okay, let's go to Genesis 41, starting with verse 33. Hallelujah. Genesis 41, starting with verse 33. Let's read it together. Therefore, okay, let me read it. Jesus. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Somebody was just starting while some of y'all was finishing. <laughs> Glory be to God. Therefore, Pharaoh should find an intelligent and wise man and put him in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one-fifth of all the crops during the seven good years. Hallelujah. Have them gather all the food produced in the good years 
that are just ahead and bring it to Pharaoh's storehouses. Store it away and guard it so there will be food in the cities. Hallelujah. Somebody shout guard it. That that way there will be enough to eat the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Glory be to God. Otherwise, famine will destroy the land. Let me read that one more time. That way there will be enough to eat when the seven years of famine come to the land of Egypt. Otherwise, this famine will what? Glory be to God. Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man? So obviously what? Filled with what? The spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God, has revealed the meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. He's talking to a man that just got out of prison. Just, just fresh released from prison. He says no one is as intelligent and wise as you are. You know what? Some of the best gifts are locked up right now. And God said that there is about to be a release of people who have been locked up but gifted. I want you to hear this. People who are locked up but you're gifted. You've been isolated. You've been bound to a place, but there is a major gift in you that God placed in you to change and shift circumstances. Oh, it's on the inside of you. Don't ever let nobody tell you because you locked up, you're not valuable. Don't ever let somebody tell you because you're in isolation that God does not have an exit strategy. Oh, my God. Yes, he does. God has an exit strategy for wherever you are right now. He already know how he going to get you out. He already know how he going to get you out of this. So you should praise him right now like you already out. Yes, you should. Hallelujah. You should praise him right now like you are already out of the place that you've been in for a long time because God already has a plan. I want you to look at somebody and tell them he already got a plan. He already got a plan. Hallelujah. You can be seated. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Joseph's story is powerful because Joseph had to overcome some major, major challenges in his life. And all of us can relate to challenges. If you can relate to challenges, just wave your hand. I just want to see who I'm talking to in the room. We, we all have some challenges to overcome. It's interesting that Joseph, with no uh, prior uh, management position or management duties as it pertains to um, overseeing nations, is being promoted. 
He's, he's being promoted to oversee Egypt, and he has no prior history of working in that capacity. And God said, I'm about to promote some people whose resume doesn't reflect where I'm calling them to. They don't even look like they should have the position. They, they don't even look like they should be running the company. But, but God said, I've prepared them for this moment. Somebody shout preparation. Joseph went through some really hard times before he was introduced to his season of blessing. God delivered Joseph from his family through rejection. He delivered him from his family through rejection. Let me say this to you about Joseph. Joseph would have been what his father had in mind if his brothers didn't seek to get rid of him. He was delivered out of his house. He, God had to get Joseph out of his house because his father would have made him a shepherd. And God said, I got something different in mind for him. That's, that's not what I want for him. So I got to deliver him out of what he is currently in. And here, here's the issue or the, the, the challenge with that. When God delivers, delivers us out of something, we don't always like how he delivers us. We don't always like how God does it. God will get you out of some stuff, but, but when he's taking you out of it, often it is painful. It is, it is a struggle. It is a challenge, and, and we don't like how God delivers sometimes. But when he's delivering, the ultimate end is going to be a major, major blessing to you. Somebody shout, God got something in store. In your life, you will experience more no's than yeses. You will experience more no's than yeses. And when I look back over my life, I wish more people would have rejected me. At the moment, I wanted them to receive me. But as I began to, to think about it, I was like, there were some people that did not do their job. Some people that were supposed to tell me no that told me yes. Some people that walk with me as friends that were never supposed to be my friends. It would have been better if they rejected me and said, I don't want to run with you at all. But I thought it was a blessing because they said yes at the time. But when you look at it in hindsight, you're like, that wasn't no real blessing. Think about this. Don't you wish that some of the relationships you got in, that they would have ran the other way? 
some of those some of those boyfriends and girlfriends and somebody said ex-husbands I didn't, I didn't say that help Jesus But I, I began to really survey my life. And I was like, God, I wish they would have rejected me. Their, their friendship caused me to go in a direction that God never intended for me to go. I ended up trying stuff that I was never supposed to try. Because the enemy wants to use people to introduce you to stuff that has the ability to kill you. He, he, wants, he wants to use people to put you in really rough positions. He wants to use people to break down your life. So you should really, right now, thank God for the friends that rejected you. You really should. You really should. You should really thank God for that relationship that you wanted so bad and, 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 and she never called you back or he never called. You should thank God because God's hand was on the situation. He said, you don't even understand that you don't, you want what's bad for you. This is not something that's good for you. You want the wrong stuff. So God will use rejection to give us direction. It's pur purposeful. Somebody shout, he's intentional. Say it one more time, he's intentional. Now, I know it's difficult because sometimes when uh, someone re rejects you, it hurts. And, and, and I think that we end up crying over the wrong people. I, I believe that. I, I think we end up crying over the wrong people. We're, we're weeping, shedding tears, and that person was supposed to leave. I think we cry over people that did us a favor when they moved. <laughs> so, so do me a favor. If you cry, cry quickly, please. <laughs> Make it a quick cry. Don't cry 10 days, 15 days, 20 days later. No, cry for 10 minutes. Those kind of, you know, relationships where you, you cry, you, uh, you cry, and then you're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we need to begin to really take a look at our lives. I know Joseph was in this place of pain initially, and it was hard to go through what he went through. 
but God had something great in store. Let me say this to you. It is impossible for people to throw you away when you're a child of God. They really cannot, they don't have that kind of power to throw you away. Somebody that fires you, they're not really throwing you away. They're, they're, they're moving you to the place that God ordained for you to go to. Oh, yeah, they are. See, see God can take things that the enemy meant for evil and work them for our good. And so I'm constantly praising God for the things that the devil meant for evil, but God worked it all out for my good. Hallelujah. See, you, you can't be thrown away when you're a child of God because God placed a vision on the inside of you. He placed a dream on the inside of you. It is a God-ordained dream. Joseph had a dream that God gave him. The dream fulfilled would mean the preservation of his family. Yeah. Do, do you know that your preservation can be wrapped up in somebody else's dream? Oh, yes. See, sometimes we, we don't understand that uh, when, when our neighbor is successful or our brother and sister is successful, that God can wrap up our destiny in the dream that he gave them. If Joseph's dream is not fulfilled, it would mean his family's extinction. So they were all dependent upon the dream of the boy. If the boy's dream does not come to pass, they all starve. But if God finds a way to get him to destiny and get him to purpose, then his family will be saved because his dream came to pass. This is how powerful a dream is. A dream can change your whole family. Not just your life, but your whole family. Somebody shout, God, change my whole family. Come on, shout it one more time. God, change my whole family. See, when, when Joseph was in the pit, this is our struggle when we're in rough places. When, when Joseph was in the cistern or in the pit, uh, Joseph could not see his way out. And we get in places where we just cannot see our way out. And we're struggling. How many of you have been in a place that you just couldn't see your way out? And you tried to see your way out. I have been in places that I just could not see how God was going to work this out in my favor. Like, God, how, what, what, how are you going to do this? I know you want to see your way out. But deliverance, I want you to hear this, deliverance does not depend on your sight. I'm going to say that again. I know you want to see your way out, but deliverance does not depend on your sight. God will deliver you out of stuff that you didn't see your way out of. 
And so he said, don't worry about whether or not you see it because that's not important. You ain't got to see your deliverance before your deliverance takes place. He said, all I want you to do is believe me. Somebody shout, I believe God. Come on, shout it again. I believe God. So here is the problem. You start looking for a way out. You start looking for a way out. When you fail to realize there is no way out, you struggle. You struggle. There is no way out. Children of Israel, you've been called out of Egypt, but there is no way out because there is what? A Red Sea that is blocking you. And so God says, you can't see your way out because I haven't made it yet. I hope you hear this. You See, God is a way maker. That's the issue. He is a way maker. So while you're in it, you can't see your way out and you're frustrated. And God said, calm down. I ain't made it yet. I ain't made it yet. You don't, you don't see it because it is not made yet, but I am still working. Somebody shout, God's still working. He's still working. He's still working. He's, he's making a way out of no way. In the pit, you struggle because you're saying to yourself, I don't see no way out of this. And God is saying, good, because it's not dependent upon your sight. I am working something behind the scenes that you cannot even see. And I'm about to shake the world. When I reveal your exit strategy, I'm about to reveal exactly how you're getting ready to get out of this, and it is going to blow some people away. Joseph gets thrown in the cistern. The Midianites come, pull him out, take him to Egypt, goes to Egypt, is serving in Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife lies on him and all the time God is working I am speaking to some people you've been lied on but I want you to know that that lies even work for your good oh yeah they do lies will even work for your good because God is making a way He's making a way because that dream that you have, I don't care how hard you work, you can't make a way. You, you, you can't make that happen. You, you think you can. Sometimes we get arrogant enough to think we can make it happen. We start talking about all we doing. I'm doing this and I'm doing that. How's that working for you? All that you doing. But when God starts working on our behalf, and this is what you got to understand about when God starts working on your behalf. When God starts working on your behalf, he'll take you through places you don't want to go through. Often when he's doing that, He's hiding you because the devil would kill you if he knew the seat that you're going to occupy. And so what God says, I'll hide Joseph in prison. 
I'll hide him in a place that the enemy would not suspect his future to be what it is. So some of you are doing this. I want you to hear me. Some of you are flying under the radar right now. And God puts you under the radar right now. I want you to look at somebody and tell them you under the radar. Don't nobody even know about you. You, you, you don't even look like what you're going to be. Right now you look like a prisoner. Right now you're wearing prison clothes. Right now you got braids in your hair. Right now you got twisties. Right now you sagging. Right now you got on tight clothes. But you're about to look like a first lady. You don't even look like where you going. Uh, I promise to you, Joseph is in the prison uh, and the prison cannot tell you what his future is. Cannot tell you what his future is. Just, just by looking at Joseph, you think Joseph is like every other convict. Imagine the people that came and seen Joseph in prison. Like, there go the rapists. No good. Calling them stuff that don't even belong to him. Because he didn't even do what they said he did. And so sometimes we see people in their prison and we think God don't got a palace in store. He was in prison, but God had a palace in mind. I'm talking to some of you right now. You're in a dark place, but God has a high place in mind. Oh, my God. I, I wish you could just see it because if you saw it right now, you'll just start rejoicing right now. Right in your prison cell, you would give God glory and give God praise for where he is taking you. Somebody shout, he's a way maker. Come on, shout it again. He's a way maker. If you believe it, God, give God about 10 seconds of praise right now. Come on, 10 seconds of praise. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, my God. Hallelujah. God is so good. Listen, I'm amazed when, when I think about the things and people God used to get me where I am today. I'm amazed. Listen, uh, God can use people that don't like you to get you where he wants you. I want you to, if you can, write this down because this, I'm telling you, this is important. God can use people that don't like you to get you where he wants you. Here it is. So don't put too much stock in your friends. This is why. Because they can be more of a problem than your enemies. You said, why are you saying that? Because it's hard when you have people that you like and they're telling you stuff that God didn't never want you to do or advising you in ways 
that will not result in you getting where God wants you, it's hard to put them away. It's real easy to put your enemies away and say, I ain't never talking to them again. I, I don't never want to see them again. We do that to our enemies. And so let me tell you a secret. The devil is using more of your friends than your enemies. I hope you hear this. He's using people that, what? Have your ear. That's close to you. That's close to you. That's close to you. Do you know that all of the people that didn't like Joseph helped him? They helped him get to where God wanted him to be. And so God was working through his enemies to keep shifting him to different places his brothers don't like him they put him in a sister the Midianites come they take him out he gets to Egypt the people that like him for a while turn on him and become his enemy they put him in the prison every time he got an enemy he got an elevation every time somebody turned on him God blessed him he said, I'm going to bless you every time somebody turn on you, Joseph, because my hand is on your life. Do not get confused because people don't like you or people turn on you. I have a plan for you. Somebody shout, God has a plan. Come on, shout it one more time. God has a plan. So here it is. This is what I want you to take away also. That... When you are going through, you have to take notes. Because God only pays for lessons learned. See, see, we're, we're trying to get somewhere, but God said, no, I pay for lessons learned. If you keep having to go through the same lesson over and over and over and over again, you still haven't learned yet. That's why you ain't got paid. Oh, my God. I hope you hear this. I hope you hear this. He said, no, I only pay for lessons learned. You can, you can pray. You can do whatever you want to do. I pay when you learn lessons. After you learn the lesson, then you get the blessing. But if you keep going in circles and doing it the same way and expecting different results, you'll stay right where you are. Somebody shout, he's a way maker. See, he's trying to bring you out of some stuff so that he can elevate you to the place that he's calling you to. He has a plan for you, Joseph, but you got to learn the lesson. You got to learn the lesson. You got to learn the lesson, Joseph. You're in prison now. Learn the lesson. You got to stop talking about your dream and help somebody understand theirs. Joseph, you got to learn a lesson. You got to learn. You got to grow up, Joseph, because I got a high place that I'm taking you to. I'm taking you to a place where your influence will go throughout the nation. So I got to prepare you. And if I'm going to prepare you, I need you to appreciate what I'm doing. What am I saying? I'm saying to you that when God is preparing you, the way that you appreciate it is you learn the lesson. 
You, you, you learn the lesson. You say, God, you took me through this. Now I'm going to organize better. God, you took me through this. Now I'm going to keep my mouth closed. I used to brag. I used to talk about how great I was. Now I'm going to be quiet because I know that that got me in the place that I'm in right now. Doing the same old stuff, but expecting different results. And God is saying, no, I only pay uh, for lessons learned. That's why the psalmist says this in Psalm 119 and 71. He said, it was good for me to be afflicted that I might learn. The affliction was about learning. He said, it was good for me to go through what I went through because what I went through taught me something. I want you to look at the person next to you and tell them what you're going through is supposed to teach you something. Give me your notes. Tell me what did it teach you? Because if you let it teach you, God will bless you. You should ask yourself that question. What, what did it teach me though? Because everything I go through, I'm supposed to get something out of. I, I'm supposed to get something out of that. If I go through a bad relationship, I'm supposed to come out with some jewels of some sort. Where are your notes at from what you went through? Okay, that might be why you keep going through it. That, that might be why you keep going through it because you don't got no notes. You don't got no notes. You, don't, you, you keep repeating the same thing because you can't look at your notes and say, oh, this is the same thing the other dude said to me. <laughs> he sounds just like the other guy that I used to date. Okay, let me check him off the list because we know he ain't up to no good. When do you get to that place in your life where you say, I learned the lesson. I'm about to get the blessing because it was good that I was afflicted. Do you know that there are some people that went through afflictions and it did them no good? They went through prisons. They went through pits. They went through all of that. Did them no good because they didn't get not one lesson out of it. And God is saying, but what did you learn? I'm making a way for you, but I need you to learn something so that I could really bless your life. I want you to touch somebody next to you and tell them God really wants to bless you. He, he really wants to bless you. He really wants to bless you. Joseph is in prison and he interprets the cupbearer and the baker's dream. One of them dies the other one is exalted and, and guess what happens joseph tells them uh one the uh, cupbearer on the way out he tells him listen um when you get out remember me what joseph is doing right here he's reaching he's stretching to to get out of the place that he's in but you don't get out just because you stretched you get out because god made a way out so there's two things that you got to do. You got to stretch and God will make a way. Somebody shout stretch and God will make a way. This is what happened. Here is God making a way. He gives Pharaoh a dream. 
God is at work again. He's saying, I am making a way out of no way. I'm about to bless you for the rest of your life. You're about to get a chauffeur. Joseph, you was in prison, but somebody about to drive you in a chariot because you were willing to be processed and you waited on the timing of God and God is releasing you right now for purpose. Somebody shout, I sense elevation all in the room. I sense a promotion all in the house right now because I was willing to go through the things that God needed to take me through to prepare me for destiny, to prepare me for purpose, to prepare me for a high place, to prepare me for authority God was taking me through for a purpose somebody shout he's a way maker see it wasn't it wasn't Daniel Daniel's power that got him out of the lion's den he didn't dig his way out God called him out of the lion's den he didn't dig his way out he didn't make a hole and say I'm about to get out of here I'm, I'm down here with lions nope 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 it was God that made a way out of no way for him there was some stuff that should have killed you you should have died in prison you should have died in the pit you should have died in the lion's den but God made a way for you somebody shout he's making a way I'm telling you, you may not see it right now. You may be in a difficult place and you're like, I'm trying to see my way out. God said it's not dependent on that. You may never see it, but I'm about to do it. I'm about to do it. Oh, do you believe me yet? Do you believe me yet? Do you believe me yet? Because if you believe me, your faith is going to get you out of this. Because whenever I respond, I respond to faith. Somebody shout, he's responding to your faith. He's responding to your faith. He's taking you to a whole nother place. He said, you made it through this for purpose. You made it through this because there was a problem that only you can solve. The dream that God gave Pharaoh, no one could solve it. No one could interpret the dream except for Joseph. God said, you're an answer to a problem, and I'm making a way out of no way for you. I want you to stand to your feet. All across the room, he's making a way out of no way for you. And I promise to you, what you're getting ready to see in 2020 is promotion if you come out of what you're in with notes. You're getting ready to see promotion in your life. But it's not going to happen just because you went through. You say, I went through and I came out. Things is better. What did you learn? He made a way for you to come out. But what, what did you come out with? Where, where are the jewels? Where are the insights that are going to help? That's going to help somebody else go through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody shout, he's a way maker. 
I pray that today's message blessed your life. If you're in the St. Louis, Missouri area, you are invited to join us on Sunday for our worship service at the Advancing Church located at 4152 Washington Boulevard. Our service promptly starts at 11 a.m. We also have a Bible study every Thursday at 7.20 p.m. Visit our church website at theadvancingchurch.org to get more information about what our church is doing for our community, our Co-Red Initiative, Entrepreneurial Playbook Forum, and much more. This is Pastor Jordan. Have a blessed week.